listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Sean Banks, and Sean told the story of his first Pride Parade. This week, I sat down with Courtney Zelazny, and we talked about getting comfortable when you're in a relationship. It, um, a really big ingrown hair she had, and a blowjob that went awry. Here's Courtney Zelazny. So, you know how, like, when you're in, like, a committed long-term relationship with someone who you, like, really sort of trust and you develop that yes that sense of, like, okay, well, I can be, like, kind of gross around you, but not in, like, a deliberately, like, like, I'm, as a person, I don't really love, like, gross humor or, like, bodily functions and stuff like Me that. Either. But I think it's <laughs> vulgar. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in college, I was in this relationship with this guy, and we got so comfortable with each other. It's sort of like when couples develop that, like, couple language. Um, you don't sort of like go into it like oh hey can I like pop this thing on your back but like eventually you become that comfortable with the person and so I was in I get in a lot that was a (laughs) big source of tension in my (laughs) longest relationship because I really wanted to pop the thing on his back and he did not want me to pop it (laughs) yeah I feel like that's sort of like wanting to have kids versus not wanting to have kids like you have to be very aligned if you're diametrically (laughs) opposed you think you're gonna be able to change the other person (laughs) to do what you want to do but oh you can't no yeah he's really mad at me <laughs> oh I'm so sorry <laughs> well it sounds like it didn't work out for the best yeah yeah but I guess, I, I guess you're right when you say it like that <laughs> yeah, it never could have worked out I mean that's my philosophy on a lot of on a lot of dating stuff like you have to have I always think that you have to have an opposite least favorite chore of your partner like you we can't both hate doing the dishes yeah um but so I was I was dating this guy and he would like grow facial hair and he'd get like ingrown hairs and so like I'd be like, okay, you got to let me tweeze <laughs> My <laughs> eyes are lighting up. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> for the, yeah. For the listener. It's, uh, <laughs> like, but I am also things. not immune to those sorts of things. Like, I uh, do you, like, shave or wax or, like, what's mm-hmm. your go-to? Oh, shit. Okay. I've never I, waxed it yeah, forever. I shave typically, but I am really prone to ingrown hairs. I actually got a really good deal on a Brazilian laser hair removal for Black Friday, and so I'm going to be trying that out <laughs> to see if that has deals, any effect. Deals, deals, deals. <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to be great, I hope. Um <laughs> But I, uh, we were dating for a little while, and I noticed that there was, like, this, not a lump on my breast, but, like, I could tell, and I could look in through, like, the translucency of my skin and see that I had an ingrown hair on my areola, which is something that's happened to me. But it happens a lot less now that I'm, like, more of a grown-up, but I think that as I was a teenager, like, my hormones were kind of crazy. And so I noticed what I was like, okay, this is going to be an ingrown hair. And rather than trying to, like get I'm like making a weird like stabbing gesture but, like really try and dig in there and get it I was like I'm just gonna leave it alone I'm gonna leave it alone that's and, very like, mature let it, come to the surface. it was yeah. very mature I've never me. done that but he wanted to get in there and see <laughs> it was like one part boob one part ingrown hair like it was just a match made in <laughs> weirdo heaven and I'm now noticing I think there's an eyelash in my glass of water oh no um you think it was mine no and if it is I'll live um, of all the body hairs that be in your Exactly. Club soda, though. Yeah. It's one of the better ones. I, I agree. <laughs> Not like ingrown areola hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I let it go for a while, like a couple months at least. I went back home for, uh, I think, winter break, and I went to go see my pediatrician because I was still seeing a pediatrician <laughs> at the time. Um, and I was like... Is it because you're so short? Yeah, it's probably... <laughs> they have a high requirement? <laughs> yeah, they do have a high requirement. I How actually, old are you, by the way? 26. Oh. Yeah, I went to the primary care physician for the first time in a couple of years uh, over the summer this year. And they were like, hey, we're going to, like, measure you. And I'm like, I don't think you need to do that. Like, I haven't grown since middle school, obviously. 
And they were like, no, 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 it's fine. Just like for our records, we're going to measure you. And uh, they took my weight, which, first of all, rude. They and always do. I know. Yeah, I don't appreciate it. And then they like make, they tell you it. I'm like, I don't, that's not my business. They wouldn't, th- when the last time they weighed me at Planned Parenthood, the like, the scale was in the hallway. Yeah. And I was like, how much did I weigh? And she wouldn't tell me. And she, like, I don't know through the, the she wouldn't tell me until we got in the room and sh- the door was shut is it like a HIPAA thing yeah okay but I'm like it's my li- weight I don't care just personal information but like, so they... people could look at me and guess it like a <laughs> like a, a carnival like, trick a carnival guy can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that big of a secret anyways but so I was uh they took my height too and I was like well I'm five feet tall it says so on my license and according to and to be fair I was wearing hokas at the time so like those really thick sneakers mm. um but according to my medical profile now i am five foot 2.6 but you grew growth spurt <laughs> yeah also you can put any they don't measure you to yeah they don't check you can write any height you want on your driver's license yeah that's how i get away with identity fraud and your weight too <laughs> i was like i was like i guess a little low <laughs> why not hmm? it's not like i'm going on roller coasters anytime soon yeah but uh so i go to the pediatrician and i'm like okay by the way i have this like a little bit of a bump and I, it's an ingrown hair and sh- my doctor's like I don't think so you don't get hairs there and I'm like trust me lady I get hairs there <laughs> uh, and she's like well I'm gonna refer you for an ultrasound like to see that it's not a tumor and I'm like it's definitely not a tumor I can t- I'll tell you that for free I was still on my parents health insurance so I'm like it does makes no difference to me whether I get this done or not but like I know it's not a tumor so I don't go in for the ultrasound and my mom ends up calling me. She's like, why am I getting messages from an ultrasound person? Because like you missed an appointment. I'm like, it's not a tumor. I'm not going there. I'm not going to go out of my way to do this on a very little free time that I have as a college student. And so I go back to school and we're studying for, I want to say like final exams or something. And I had taken a shower and I was in the bedroom and I was just studying. And my boyfriend at the time was in the living room and he was studying. We had to be separated because I just would not leave him alone uh, (laughs) because I'm very annoying like that. And so I was sitting there naked on the like desk chair reading and I look down. (laughs) You're reading completely naked. (laughs) I I'm totally the naked neighbor. Are you a naked neighbor? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I've moved into a fourth floor apartment where I used to be much higher up. And so now I'm a bit more careful about naked neighboring Vic Pondia actually lives in my neighborhood. And so I'm a little bit concerned (laughs) that I'm like (laughs) someone I know is going to see me. My, my, it's like my house is like classic Chicago where there's like two feet between my window and the window of the house next sure. to me. And their window is the bathroom. Oh. So it's always closed. Or there's always a curtain mm-hmm. drawn. But if they ever open that window, my life would change a lot. Because <laughs> what if they're hung like a horse? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm tooting around completely naked. Yeah. Um, also, one time I was walking down this, I was in like a residential and i was walking down the street and i looked up and like my like spidey senses were tingling and i was like that's a penis <laughs> and i <laughs> penis radar and, yeah and like out of the corner of my eye and i look up and on the second floor there's this guy with like a window like as big as a door almost and he was standing in front of it completely naked okay. and i was just like ah. <laughs> so that's like a fetish thing <laughs> i well when he saw me he went away so I don't he know got what he wanted out of that interaction maybe right well so did i i had a, i had a blast oh good I'm i don't mind you- seeing well, especially if he was like down on the sidewalk doing that, I, sure. I'd be like, ah. But well, you're safe if he's yeah, far removed. It's like going to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was nice. Anyways, keep going. Okay, so I'm sitting there and I'm studying or attempting to, and I look down at my boob and I can see this like 
a whitehead essentially like on <laughs> my areola and I'm like oh this is it like this is the hair trying to like break free and it had been months at this point that it was like stewing it was growing under there and I could tell I couldn't like I left it alone and I was very good about that and I think that just like the steam of the shower and everything like had just come together this perfect time <laughs> and so I do what any disgusting person would do and so I pop it and I'm like okay I know there's a hair in there and I'm like I'm not gonna call my boyfriend in from the living room to have him and he was because you wanted to hurt him what the hell well why didn't you invite him to this special moment for one i would be so mad at you if i was oh okay (laughs) and so we like i did we were dating and you did that in the other room and you didn't tell me i would be so upset well that was actually (laughs) his reaction (laughs) i'd be really really mad i was afraid that if i tried to go fishing around in there for the hair and i didn't find it then he would try and like keep pursuing it and then i would end up like physically hurt and i was like okay i want to see what happens here and also he was living with roommates and i was not living with him i was like what's the i was like squatting at his house essentially (laughs) because i hated my roommate in college and so um i go in with the like pointy tweezers which those whoever invented those deserves a Nobel fucking peace prize i have one and then in the middle of it there's a tiny flashlight oh okay the flashlight has been dead for years but when it worked i don't think you can replace the battery on that sort of thing yeah you can i just haven't yeah so i go fishing (laughs) around in there with the pointy tweezers and i pull out the longest (gasps) ingrown hair i have ever seen to this day i think the longest ingrown hair i've ever seen did you take a picture well i then called him in from the living room (laughs) and i was like hey come look at this and i show it to him and he's like is that and i'm like and he knew immediately what it was (laughs) And he was so hurt that I hadn't, like, told – I told him the story, and he was, like, upset that I hadn't told him I would so be could come watch I would the experience. Well. <laughs> and now that we've – we broke up uh, when he gra- – he was a year older than I was, and we broke up when he graduated from college. And to this day, I'm, like, afraid that I will never find, like, a relationship that is not that gross because the point isn't about the grossness. The point is being so comfortable with another person That's not that you can share anymore. your yeah. body. Yeah. That's beautiful. Like, trusting them that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, I – have you ever had – um What's that thing? A yeast infection? I think I have one right now. Really? That you, it's nice that you bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, something's going on. I don't know. <laughs> I always have something. Uh, something's always wrong with me. I don't know. That's the human experience. But yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> so I. I've had everything. We were dating and I had one and I was so like freaked out about it because I'm like not. I'm not like an implant person. Like I don't have an IUD. I'm just like freaked out about things being in my body for forever. And so um, I had to get the suppository, the like goo that you have to like, t- like essentially yeah. tampon up inside mm-hmm. of yourself. Yeah. And I had him do it. Because the goo I was just or like, the, was it like wax or was it goo? It was like essentially a tampon that you squished up into your vagina that yeah. was like medicine. Yeah, yeah. And I had to have him do it because I was so freaked out about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Like you put in normal tampons? I do put a normal tampons. But they don't freak you out? I think it's about, like, the medicinal quality of yeah. it. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, no, there's something wrong with my body, and yeah. so I'm afraid. I had, The first time I put my diva cup in, I got stuck, and I, I just didn't know how to do it. And then, yeah, Tuller had to fish it out for me. <laughs> I'd been trying to get it for so long, my hand was, like, sh- cramping and oh, shaking. No. It was awful. I've never done a diva cup because I have heard that if you just, like, go and yank, then you can, like, prolapse yourself. I I know. People have said that to me. I, I, I mean, I've used them for years, and I think, I think part of it's just, like, breaking the suction. Yeah, I, but I, I don't know. But I really like it. I'm glad you like it. The money you save on tampons is, on honestly, you, you, the uh, diva cup's, like, 30 bucks, and then, like, you know, you, you got your money back in, like, a month. At least. And, I mean, like, I have an HSA now, so I can get money back on 
like at least tax free when I buy stuff like that. Oh yeah. But then you're always that bitch who doesn't have tampons if some I other know, girl yeah. at the party needs a tampon. Yeah, that is. I mean, I guess you could keep. Yeah, but I just say get a diva cup and grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I've also when we I've told this story before, but when me and Lucia were in Austin, she was like, "Oh, I got my period. I don't have a tampon." And I always like travel with my diva cup, like in case. And I was like, "I have my diva cup," and I <laughs> was like kidding. And she comes out of the bathroom. She's like, "Okay, I put it in." <laughs> She didn't give it back for like a month. <laughs> well, that's how long it took. <laughs> she had to, yeah, uh, yeah. She like brought it to Kohl's and like passed it off to me. I was like, oh my god. Oh, Kohl's. Let's pick like one of the most. Dis- <laughs> I mean, no offense to Kohl's, but yeah. let's pick one of the most disgusting <laughs> bars. <laughs> uh, um, oh, let me ash inside your diva cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a shot of Malort. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> well, the alcohol diva. will clean it out. I think, oh yeah. Right? yeah, something should. Something ought to. <laughs> um. Wait, what were we at? Something? What was something? <laughs> there was something that reminded me of. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, <clears throat> well, because um, Ben, mm-hmm. my ex-boyfriend, he gets like cysts and stuff a lot. Like, um, he, has one <laughs> he has one. I wonder if he'd be mad if I was telling people this. But he has this one that's like right here. And it like fills up. And then he expresses it and then it fills up again and i love that thing and it comes out it's like it's powerful oh i bet well damn he let me express it but it like came like straight up my face but he had this one in his ear that oh in the ear is horrible not inside his ear the ear lobe oh okay and it got really bad and it was super painful and it was like kind of fucking up his whole life and i guess he's looked into getting it like because you know if you don't take the like sack out or whatever they keep coming back but I don't know any of this. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how cyst. That's what that's that's cyst one hundred and one. You okay. gotta pull the sack out, or it reti- I thought cyst was just like a really bad pimple. Um. Apparently not. Because no, it's like I think it's its own thing. A zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess he he looked into getting removed, but it would have to be like like a plastic surgeon would have to do it because I guess your ears are kind of weird. Like there aren't like many veins in them, so it's like. If somebody, like, fucked it up, his, like, ear would die or something. Oh, no. <laughs> like, it would, like, fall off. <laughs> um, yeah, so, that wouldn't that be a shame if one of his pretty little ears fell off? No, just kidding. Um, well, then he'd be walking crooked for the rest of his life. Yeah, his head are really be essential out. to balance. <laughs> That's true. Um, but he finally, but he'd been trying to pop it, and, one, and it was really hurting. And he'd try to pop it, and then he would regret it. And he popped it, and he sent me a picture of, like, <laughs> the splatter on the mirror and it was so, i was like it was like one of those i think i could find it do you want to look at it no oh <laughs> you don't want to see it i mean given the the pretense of the podcast yes i will look at it but in any other context i would not you would wanna not want to look at it uh oh, outside of the context of this I would, podcast i always no, I would, would want to look. look at it that's, and i appreciate that about that's you. interesting yeah i guess yeah i guess people are different huh <laughs> yeah like you know those oh my god the like dr pimple popper tv show yes no I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, they get your bag, but that's so the opposite of what I watch TLC for. <laughs> oh, actually, wait. All right, I can't find it. Okay. It was like it was in the pictures, but they undownloaded themselves. All right. Well, you're getting away this time. My get out of jail free card. Man, I wish I could look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have it saved somewhere, but it is that like a longest? Save? You know how after you break up, you're supposed to like delete your nudes of your ex? No. Okay. 
Okay. Well, am I supposed to? I don't. I keep them. I, I think look some at people them. have different philosophies on this. Um, oh, okay. Mine is save them. For I later. have, <laughs> in terms of X photos, I have one shirtless pic of that was like a, an intended, like sexy sort of Snapchat. Um, and then one we had been FaceTiming. This is still my college ex boyfriend. We've been FaceTiming and he was naked in bed and he like rolled over to pull down his curtains. And so I took a snapshot, like a screenshot of that while I could see his butt because I was really into his butt. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> and I still have that picture. But other than that, I don't have any. Like, you deleted them? I don't know if I deleted them or like if I just like never really received them because we just spent all of our time together. Um, but yeah, I think some people think that you should delete them. I I mean, I guess I can see where, obviously I can see where they're coming from. But for me, it's because like, I, I, know, I know that's like a point of contention, like, your new girlfriend finds all the nudes from your ex-girlfriend and they're like, what are you looking at these or yeah. like blah, blah, blah. But for me, I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm like a pervert though. So <laughs> I take it with a grain of salt, but like, I don't know. I'm like, that was like a period of my life. That was like, and I don't want to like delete all the evidence of it. I like just in like, um, <laughs> almost in like a, um, kind of like a nostalgic way. Yeah, like it's nice like to sentimental. look at them. Yeah. I don't even go back and look at the pic- but like on occasion, you know how your iPhone will give you the like memories mm-hmm. from like 6 years ago and it'll just be like a picture of my boyfriend's ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, those were the days. Yeah, I don't know. I like it's like anything. I like yeah, I like like reminiscing. <laughs> so, but it's and then, but also it's like maybe it's different for men and women cuz I'm like I'm not like looking at somebody's dick pic and jacking off you yeah, know that really was, sexual that anymore. didn't do it for me when i got the picture <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah i, I wouldn't want to delete them i want to have them yeah. yeah i was seeing someone where like yeah when we broke up he like d- he like got rid of everything and he was like that's just how i have to do it and i was like okay but like i don't know it's kind of sad to me yeah so you don't think that in, in not unlike with nudes the picture of ben's sis pop <laughs> is also not up for deleting I will never delete that. Because of nostalgia. Mm, that one I actually do jack off to. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, I wish I could show you. It's, the stuff that came out of it was wild. You know what? The thing is that everyone is like, oh, Ben's so hot, Ben's so hot. It's great to know that hot people have disgusting things about their bodies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As a self-professed hot person myself, it's good to know. <laughs> I feel not alone. I know. That's, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, he's so cute. Guess what? He's covered in cysts. <laughs> From head to toe. If you touched his body, it'd be so lumpy. <laughs> yeah. He's covered in boils and pustules. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just the two, sis. Um, <laughs> um, we, you know you know Ryan LaRoe? Yeah. we, uh, Me and Ryan, Ben, we were all in Soho, and <laughs> Ryan was like, <laughs> he was doing really well, and then he, like, tanked his own sex. He was like, and, and guess what? Ben has acne, so he's not that hot. <laughs> And everyone was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, Aw, I hate her. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but no one else did. <laughs> okay, I'll read you some little... Um... Wait, that was the end of the sister. We, we covered it. That was, yeah, the okay. end of my uh, ingrown hair story. I have more gross stories if you want, or you can tell me that oh, okay. these are submitted stuff. Do you have one that you're excited to tell? excited um i'm kind of nervous about this whole episode coming out not in a bad way but i'm just sort of like my parents do listen to every single thing that i do and so oh. i'm like i gotta be a little careful about so what pretty. i say oh yeah 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 i mean also i can um <laughs> if you see, if you like later on you like oh i shouldn't have said that. i can edit, <laughs> i can edit it out i've done i've done that before <laughs> um have you ever this is gonna sound so fucking juvenile but um, 
Told you. <laughs> I heard you. Told you I would. No, I could hear it. <laughs> oh, right. Um, have you ever done like whipped cream or like chocolate syrup in bed? When I was in college, we <laughs> we used, we only had ice cream. Oh. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and we did that and we were immediately like, no, this is from movies. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so sticky. It was not sexy. And it was like, I think it was like chocolate ice cream. Or yeah. And uh, it was like, we were like, all right, that's it. Well, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> yeah. It's, you think that it's going to be so sexy and then it ends up being the opposite of sexy. It's um, weird. And I don't need a snack right now. It's like, I don't. No, it's definitely not what you want. I, uh, when I was in high school, I didn't, so I didn't lose my virginity until my freshman year of college, but I did. That's good, I think. I, yeah, that's I feel healthy. like that's a normal yeah. a, amount of age. I mean, not that's to slut all of our friends. Well, but. yeah, I know, but it's like, when people are like, I was 14, I was like, oh, you were, your brain was like a peanut. I, I don't think we should. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like, you know, when guys will brag about how young they were, I'm like, sweetheart no. no i know yeah it's like you were also shouldn't, you shouldn't have been doing that like, like you were abused don't yeah, know yeah kind of we're having a different engagement about this i know yeah i um so when i was in high i think i was probably a senior in high school i uh had my boyfriend my parents were like out of town or something and i had my boyfriend over and i got chocolate syrup and i like drizzled it on him <laughs> and went down on him and for some additional context my like diet when I was in high school consisted a significant portion of chicken ramen packets. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a rower in, or like a coxswain in high school and college. I know and what so, that is. Oh, great! I um, you're the boss. You're a little bossy girl. Exactly. On and the I still ta- am. on the front. <laughs> yeah, to this day. And you had to be tiny. I remember that to be the coxswain. That's why I never grew. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd fit in the front of the boat. So I fit. <laughs> Uh, dead weight, but I, uh, so I ate a lot of chicken ramen. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I could have done it. It was too huge though. I wouldn't have fit. (laughs) They'd have to drag me behind the boat. But see, you're still too small to also be a rower. You got to be like right in that. Really? Yeah. You're in the space. Are they big? Yeah, they're, they're really big. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know much about it to be honest. It's Viking river torture. (laughs) Yeah. They started doing it for prisoners. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and then they were like, "What if we made this a sport and made it really expensive?" <laughs> yeah, oh, this is for kids that go to private school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's like no lacrosse is passe. Yeah, we didn't have. I'm from such a small school. We didn't have lacrosse. We didn't even have a football team. We had a football team. It was bad. We didn't. We we didn't have too much going on. We didn't have track. There was nothing. Well, I guess did you have cross country? Because it's really just sort of running. You know, you'd think that, but no, we still didn't. We didn't have the. Well, it was like there weren't enough kids like if you were like on the soccer team you like couldn't also be on they're like everyone that could run was playing soccer you know what i mean sure there's a lot of running (laughs) in soccer i think they actually did when i graduated i think they started doing a track team with or cross country like with another school but yeah okay like a combined high school yes so there would be enough of them (laughs) that's kind of sad yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) it's literally just running around in a circle how difficult could it be (laughs) Uh, okay, anyways, that's- so um, so that's how my high school boyfriend and I met. We were both on the rowing team, and um, the I had eaten a pack of chicken flavored ramen before he came over. Sexy, getting, <laughs> getting in the, the mood. mood. <laughs> yeah, you know how like you have to eat something that's like kind of neutral before you have like once you become an adult, you're like, well, I can't eat that before I have sex yeah. because then I'm out for the count. You want something a little lighter but with good protein. Exactly. And so I did sort of the opposite of that. I had all carbs and <laughs> no meat flavor <laughs> yeah. and just plastic noodles. And uh, <laughs> so I go down on him and then oh I don't God. know if it was like 
a size or a motion or the chocolate syrup plus chicken flavor. But I end up throwing up on him. <laughs> and uh, noodles came up. It was I then had to drive him back to his <laughs> parents place. Um, and we ended up dating for like three more years. <laughs> but see, that's the thing is that like when you're in a committed relationship with someone and you like love and trust them, then you can throw up on their dick. And, mm-hmm. and what are they going to do? Break up with you? Yeah. Loser. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. Um, was he cool about it when it happened though? He was. Or was but he I think freaking out? I think he was very cool about it and I appreciated that. But like we were both very, I mean like comparative to where I am now, but like we were both young and like when you're with the very first person that you're like doing that sort of thing with, I think you have a bit more leeway to make huge, horrible errors. Yeah. But also, you know, once I asked that question, I was like, was he okay? I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, you're the one that threw up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This might be like, you got puked on. It's like, I puked. That's even, that's way worse. I don't know. If someone threw up on me, I don't know that I'd be very cool with it now. Yeah, I guess so. Well, it depends why. Yeah, definitely. If it's somebody who's drinking and then they puked on me, I'd be pissed. Oh, yeah, because that's your own choice. But if they were filleting me. I would give him a pass. It's like, well, you're trying to do something nice for me, and yeah. then something horrible happens. And then, yeah, they, something went awry. Yeah. <laughs> At our live show, the audience could submit their own disgusting ladylike story to be read on stage anonymously, and these are some of those stories. Um, this one is this one is short, but a lot. I. <laughs> I peed peed in this dude's mouth by accident. He did not laugh about it. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the use of I peed peed. I'm like, she must, that must have been a whole pee. Yeah. Like it's not like a, oops, a little bit dribbled out. Or you know how like sometimes (laughs) men will be like, well, you squirted, but it's actually pee. Uh, Like this was clearly a distinct pee. (laughs) I know. Everyone's obsessed with if squirting is pee. It's none of my business whether squirting is pee or not. (laughs) I... Yeah, people are very, on either side, people are very uh I don't think militant. that it is, but I also think that we're not going to ever investigate it because science is determined by men. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I, well, I mean, I've never squirted, so I don't have any, I don't have any boots on the ground in this situation, but people that squirt say it's not pee. I think I've squirted once, but I also think that I have a really weak pelvic floor, so. <laughs> it could have gone either way. Who knows? <laughs> Um, okay. I was riding a man on my couch. So picture us facing each other. I got, oh, oh, this is on This is sexy. This one's on theme, too. Um, I got a little too excited and squirted (laughs) mid-movement. It went everywhere, including both of our eyes. Oh, no. How? Fully blinding us. We had to stumble over to the bathroom and wash our eyes with water. Maybe that one was B. (laughs) Trajectory-wise, I'm like. I know. I have questions. Yeah, so is maybe it's like a leather couch and it like bounced back. Oh, that's my favorite. That's the throat thing. God damn yeah. it, every time. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, physics of it, I'm having a hard time grasping. Or maybe it's like, you know, those old people couches where they put plastic down yeah. on the couch. And <laughs> so then it, like, I'm just thinking that it has to be a certain sort of material. Well, uh, if she if she was facing him, maybe. Maybe like when they were. I don't really know, but it sounds unpleasant. <laughs> oh, I agree. If you have to go to the eye wash station, yeah. like in your high school chemistry yeah. class. Uh, okay. <clears throat> okay. 
hooked up with a guy and woke up alone in his bed. Asked my roommate to find out what happened since she knew the guy. He said I left to throw up, came back, we kept going, and then I fell asleep while he was going down on me. I was mortified and hid whenever I saw him around campus until a few weeks later when spring break rolled around and we sat next to each other on our flight to New Orleans where I also threw up on the flight. <laughs> oh, okay. The <laughs> second throw up is embarrassing. But I know. if you if someone if you fall asleep while someone is going down on you, that's not embarrassing to you. That's embarrassing to them that they're yeah. so bad. On your part it's kind of a power move. <laughs> yeah, like honestly that's a flex. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, let me see. I have one more. Okay. Um, I went on a third date with this guy, and after going down on me for what seemed like 30 minutes, let's say skills were moderate at best. I think at, at 30 minutes, I'd be like, let's just watch TV. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm watching, let's watch I have Gilmore very Girls. little interest in having, like, tantric sex. Like, I've got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, uh... We we finally worked our way into doggy style, where he decided to finish on my back. The, the story could have ended there, except he immediately exited the room and entered the shower, leaving me to create what can only be described as a human table to c- catch all the gum in the bend of my lower back. As I shuffled to the bathroom and joined the shower, needless to say, we dated for four years after that night, and I'll never get those years back. <laughs> oh, God. That's that is so, so rude. Oh, that's my. inconsiderate. That's. I don't know whose house they were at, but if they were at his house, I would have rolled around on the bed. Yeah. That's oh crazy. God. I'm glad they broke Ugh. up. Inconsiderate. Yeah. yeah. Men are the worst. They kind of. They kind of are. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that both of my stories were about me being the worst, but. <laughs> I don't think so. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love the part about the big hair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. <laughs> Our live story comes from Sean Banks. Sean is a co-producer of Low-Key Funny at the Laugh Factory. And this was recorded in November of 2023. Here's Sean Banks. Suppose, uh, how are we doing? Somebody left their drink up here. Um, <laughs> it's mine now. Um, <laughs> hi everyone, how are we doing? Yeah. We'll say it. Um, <laughs> um, okay, let's get to the meat and the potatoes. So, I'm a faggot. And um, we don't make a lot of great decisions in our lives. Um, we don't, especially, you know, the gay male pretension one, you know, like it's just, we just don't make it do a lot of things. Especially me specifically. I've done some things in my life that I'm not proud of. I have two, once used two in one shampoo and conditioner. Um, I have had McDonald's breakfast because I was bulking. <laughs> I have sucked the dick of a boyfriend that I was dating for six months after he introduced me to his friends as the guy at the job. <laughs> I think he forgot where I worked. Um, <laughs> Um, but one of my uh, worst things as an early gay uh, was my first pride. Uh, I'm actually not from Chicago, I'm from Maryland. Um, it deserves no applause. <laughs> it's a boring, desolate place. <laughs> it's flat, it's dry, there's nothing to do there, it's low-key racist. Um, 
like the rest of Illinois. <laughs> I'm just saying, once you leave Chicagoland area, it gets a little, oh my god, what do you do to your hair? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm from Maryland. It's not really like a big place or a really fun thing to do. But um, once I left college at the age of 22, I was like, I'm going to live my best queer life. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do what I want to do. So I was working at Tivana. Um, does anybody remember Tivana, by the way? Yeah. Right? We had the, the best motherfucking cute loose leaf. <laughs> Down, honey! Um, and so I was poor. And, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to have the best pride of my life. Like, this is my first, like, year, like, as an openly, like, gay person. And, like, I can go out. I have my own approach. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm like, I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna have fun, I'm like dating this guy who is not my best friend, gay man, right? Um, <laughs> and so like we um, were like, okay, we're gonna go out, we're gonna have a good time. And so I remember specifically, it was a Saturday, because you know, as we all know, like Pride is like a whole thing, it's like a whole weekend, Saturday, Sunday, etc. And uh, we were, oh hi, you came right at the good part. Um, <laughs> um, and so I was at my job, and I brought my slave little chin into clothes, and I, at the time, was did not wear underwear um, because, as you can see, she's dragging that wagon. <laughs> and I've been doing it since I was learning time tables. Um, you know, I've always been slim thickums ever since I knew so. <laughs> Um, and so I couldn't really find underwear. I still really to this day have a hard time finding underwear for people that are shaped like a daytime stripper. Um, <laughs> and so like I, I just at the time just didn't have the time, the resources, or frankly the money to like afford like good underwear. Um, so like I just didn't wear it. And so I was like at work freeballing, honey. So good thing, good thing none of y'all work are from Maryland or whatever. Because if I made you a tea, they refused. Um, <laughs> And so I remember, like, I was at work freeballing, and I was like, I had some denim coochie cutters on, I had a little tank top, I was ready to go, I had some sunglasses. Did I steal them? Absolutely. Um, um, from the local Macy's. Uh, <laughs> never got me. Uh, and so we, me and my boyfriend at the time, went out to the Pride Festival. It was so much fun. There's nothing like your first Pride, honestly. Like just like the like the queer liberation, seeing everybody out there, seeing what everyone has on and what people don't have on. Is it me or is pride is like you wear the most or wear the least? <laughs> There's like really no in between. It's like full jaw strap and body glitter or like a full gown. <laughs> um, and uh, I couldn't afford it there. And so I just had like a basic tank top on and some you know some denim coochie cutters on, and we went out there. And so like, again, I'm 22 just became a legal drinking age. And I was one of those, I was like, I was a responsible bitch. I did not drink until I was 21, legitimately. I'd buy my friends alcohol, but didn't really drink myself. And so that was the only year that I really had gotten to alcohol. And let's just say, if I, if I go hard, uh, I'm going in. Uh, I've had that with everything in my life. I, I'm, I, I would say a trendsetter. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it the most. Um, so I drank all the alcohol. We made jungle juice. Um, Dora Dove the Jungle was swinging <laughs> that night. Um, so yeah, we had tequila, gin, rum, greens, beans, tomatoes, gin. <laughs> Miss, we had, we had everything in that bottle. <laughs> 
yeah, so like we just put it all in like like I think we had it in like a sprite, like a one of those like two liter sprite bottles, and we were like passing around on the metro train going to <laughs> the, the pride festivities, y'all. <laughs> by the second stop, <laughs> we should have stopped. Because <laughs> I had no tolerance at the time. Now I've been doing comedy for four years and my liver is practically for a decoration. <laughs> and so, like, but, but now I'm good. But, like, at that time, it was like I had no tolerance at all. And so I got so drunk, bitch. I was wasted. Dancing in the streets, fully wearing shades, like, giving it my all. And so at the D.C. Pride, it's not as big as Chicago Pride, or really much most big Pride. It's just, like, one kind of street of just things happening, and then there's like a small corridor where a block party happens. And so, um, I do stand-up comedy because I have a dire need for attention, and um, <laughs> this is before I started doing stand-up, and I just didn't really know how to channel that energy. So, at the time, I said, you know what I'm gonna do to make a scene? I'm gonna get drunk, and I'm gonna go to the Pride block party, and when one, one unknowingly uh, pure-hearted white woman uh, <laughs> pulls me aside and says, you wanna dance with me? <laughs> She didn't know what was in store. <laughs> <laughs> it's her fault. <laughs> um, so I, she pulls me off of the little street. So like, we're all wasted. I'm probably the worst of it. So it's like me, my friend, um, my boyfriend, and then two of our coworkers um, who were like also dating this like lovely lesbian couple. And they were they were honestly like the, the backbone of our of our group. <laughs> and they, so I go off, and so like she's like, do you want to dance with me? I was like, I'm going to dance, period. <laughs> so then I start bucking the house down. Y'all, I'm giving a tip. I'm doing, I feel like I'm on, I'm, I'm lifting I'm lifting for my life. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm not going home. I'm going to this for my whole life. Oh, my God. I am giving all the loose. I am no-ging. I'm doing the crunchiest of death drops. Like, I am just, like, giving it my all. I got tipped $7. <laughs> giving them a show, like a full block party in the middle. Also, the middle of the day, I would say it's probably like 5 p.m. The DC sun heat. Bitch, I am giving it all. I am slipping. I am dipping. I am turning the party, honey. And then, as I give an encore, uh, I land into one final split on the hot concrete of DC. My shorts rip. Clean down the middle. Honey. My nickname was Denny's that day because I was giving hot brittle sausage on the fucking concrete. Oh my gosh. It was a hot sausage and sunny side up eggs. <laughs> but I didn't know this. <laughs> so I kept going. Bitch, <laughs> I'm giving it all. And for some reason at that time, I was like, this is when the leg work really starts happening. <laughs> oh my God, my legs feel so free. <laughs> Let's do more. <laughs> Wow, I gave them a show. Um, and so I fully am dancing. The boys are all out. Um, the, the denim shorts were from H&M. That's when I knew they did me wrong. Uh, and uh, one of my friends pulled me aside, yanked me like I had a soft ponytail, and um, said, your dick is fully out. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> When you realize how drunk you are, you sober up. So <laughs> your life flashes before your eyes. Like even when you were sober, you were just like, at seven, I hit the clarinet. Like it's just, it's wild. So then I'm standing on the side of the sidewalk, 
I was just collecting myself, feeling like a hot, drunk, sweaty mess that I was. Um, and so then one of uh, my friends, like the one of the lesbians of the couple, came over to me and said, what size are you? And I was like, um, I'm like a petite 30. Um, <laughs> I'm so skinny. Um, <laughs> and she says, great, we're changing shorts. She has a lovely pair of like a Target cargo khaki shorts that she switches to me and she's wearing, jo she's wearing like some boxer briefs. She's like, girl, it's fine. You'll be good to go, whatever, whatever. And so luckily for her, she was able to switch out and I was wearing her khaki cargo shorts for the whole rest of the day. And she was wearing <laughs> the dancing divas. <laughs> Denim shorts for the whole rest of the day. And honestly, this is why I believe the world should be run by lesbians. <laughs> Thank you all so much. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Courtney Zelazny. So uh, my Instagram is at Courtney Zelazny. That's C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y. Z as in zebra, E-L-A-Z as in zebra, and Y. My mom taught me how to spell it like that uh, <laughs> because there's two Zs in there and it gets people really intimidated. <laughs> um, same goes for TikTok. Um, and you can also follow my podcast called The Witty Committee, which is about books for mean middle school girls. So not a lot of overlap with this. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Hey.